Welcome to the Mask of Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer, that's me, Lori. Hi. And Juliana. Hey. Today, we are so excited to have a guest on our show, and we're going to introduce him in a minute. It's Bonnie Cribs. All of our listeners are huge Disney fans, so that name should definitely ring a bell to you. Bonnie is a past cast member. He also runs the happiest uh, Facebook group on social media (laughs) for the love of Disney World, and he owns Mouse Marketplace, which has the most adorable merchandise on it, and you know how we feel about our Disney merchandise, so he is kind of our perfect guest. So much for having me on today. I appreciate it. Y'all are fun. We appreciate and you. We're so I, happy. I gotta to say, have like you. right off the bat, uh, interesting enough, <clears throat> one of my team members a while ago uh, this morning sent me a text and said, "Hey, we were mentioned on on a podcast. Here's the link, and it was from you guys, and uh, and it was your gift, uh, your gift section from from I guess our holiday giveaway. And so yeah. I listened to it, and I was like, that is so fun, and y'all are so nice. So thank for. Oh. Thank you for all the kind things you said about us and our service during Christmas. That's awesome. I mean, it's certainly not difficult to find kind things to say about you guys, because really, like, we we know all the garbage that's sometimes out there on social media, and I don't know how you run a group that's that big and that kind. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk a lot about that in a minute, because that's, like, bravo to you, but... Before we start talking, we always start our show off with a cocktail, or like we we like to call it our Mouska cocktail. So Juliana is going to bring that to us today. Today's Mouska cocktail comes from the Festival of the Arts in Mexico. It's called the Bonbon Margarita Marshmallow. It's um, so it's mezcal reposado. Uh, marshmallow cordial. I don't know what that is. I didn't Lime know that juice. existed. What's that? I didn't know marshmallow cordial existed. I swear sometimes I think you do this just to stump me. I do. I mean, okay. I do it to you. <laughs> Mezcal reposado, marshmallow cordial, lime juice, agave nectar, and a hint of coffee and elderflower served with a toasted marshmallow. I'm going to pass, Lori. I'm going to pass, gonna pass big time. <laughs> Which is sad because we're always looking for the next coffee cocktail because we love the tipsy ducks in love. We need to try the Viking coffee. I just, but this coffee and elderflower and marshmallow and lime. lime. I say, Bonnie, you've been to the Festival of the Arts already, correct? I have several times. Yes. Okay, so did you see this one? I'm not. Did you say it's in the Italy Pavilion or in the Italy Mexico? Oh, in Mexico. Okay. Well, that makes more a lot more sense with the agave and lime. Did I say Italy? I could have. <laughs> I feel like Mexico has been trying really hard with their drinks lately to try and make them better. Like every festival, they're all brand new and they're like, try it, try it. And every time I'm like, why? Why do you do this? It's very pretty though. Have you seen pictures of it? 
No. Yes, it's you sent very, it to me. It's a very pretty drink. Some of these Festival of the Arts drinks are quite beautiful. And I think that that's intentional, right? Everything's about being visually pleasing at Festival of the Arts. So this one is really cute. It's not as beautiful as that purple one with the that crystals. I can't remember what it's oh. called. More on that when we do Festival of the it's Arts, like, for sure. It's like orangey. We're going to have to, we're going to have to get it. All right. Well, Bonnie, next time you go, take a look, see if you can see it. Yeah, that's right, Bonnie. You get it. (laughs) You take one for the team. All right. I I thought for some reason you said it was in Italy and I was like, it's just so interesting to me. I know this is off topic. Over in Italy, they seem to try so hard and they, Never get it right. I don't know what it is about Italy and it's Italian food and drinks and stuff. And you're like, how can they always mess up Italian food? It's, I mean, by the end of the, by the end of the festival, every festival, there's like no line in Italy. I thousand percent agree How do they keep doing this? Yeah. Italy That's my food biggest is the tip. biggest too. It's the biggest. It has yeah. the most room for the lines. It has yeah. like all this space and there's nobody there. And it's but really that's my shocking. biggest tip. If you're starving in festival, in any festival, yeah. just go to the Italy booth because there exactly. will be no line. And <laughs> and enjoy mediocre food. It's really shocking, particularly because Tutu Italia and Via Napoli are really yummy. So yeah. Good. So well, those that's are the it. I was like, why don't you just get a slice of pizza out of Via Napoli and just have a winner? You know, it's, I don't know. It's just the craziest thing to me. The food is crazy. drinks in the Italy Pavilion are always that. <laughs> Unless you like Peroni or whatever that beer is. But... <laughs> no. no. Or Stella, no. no, whatever it is. It's not something that's um, unique, though, because you can get that all the time in right. Italy. So. Right. Right. Anyway. All right, so marshmallow margarita. There you Pass. go. <laughs> Someone's going to try it. I'm going to have to get it. We're, we're there in, what, week and a half? I'm going to have to get it. All right. Well, we want to compare all the coffee drinks. But Mexico definitely always has the lines, and it, it's probably just for their standard margarita anyway, but it's they get it right. I mean, just when you walk in through uh, through Epcot, through Mexico, it's just the smells all of a sudden. You The restaurant in front of you, the restaurants behind you, um, everything in Mexico is just vibrant and alive. And so they get it right. So I, I would say it's worth a try, no matter what it sounds like, because they s- typically get it right. You know, Bonnie, we have a um, ongoing debate on our podcast, and people have very strong feelings about this. When you go to Epcot, do you go left to Mexico or do you go right and start with Canada? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I am probably a 50-50 person. I'm probably that person. Most of the time when I come into Epcot, I'm coming in through the International Gateway. And and it totally depends on, because I, I go out to get my steps in at the parks all the time. And so it totally depends on, like if I'm going out for a concert and I look at my watch and I'm like, okay, I've got 40 minutes, I'll take the long way around. And if I'm running late, I'm going straight, straight there. So mm-hmm. it, I, but if I'm coming in through the gates and I'm there with friends, I'm always like, let's go to Mexico first. Like it's, I'm a, I'm a Mexico person first. Yeah. We go against the, the norm and yeah. we lobby for Canada first. We do now though. We have to say we, and our, our listeners are sick of hearing us talk about this, to be honest with you. For, they even know our opinion. We used to be staunch Mexico. Lori was a staunch Canada because she's Canadian. So but then we thought, oh, just during festivals, you got to go through Canada first because the booths are usually better that way. Right. And now I always do Canada first. See, 
<laughs> Try it next time and get back to us. <laughs> is there a reason behind that? I think the, that the food is better. <laughs> I think and it's I, just the booths. So like, yeah. especially during festivals, Canada refreshment port, they always have really good booths. Then you get to France and they have good booth. Like you're just hitting good booth after good booth after good booth where I feel like the back end of, you and know, I think China, most, Norway and Mexico, Mexico's good, but you got to break right. in between. But I think most people go to Mexico because they start hitting the world showcase around lunchtime. They know they want to eat and Mexico draws you in. It really right. is like, it does. It, it, nostalgia speaking, saying. like back yeah. in the day when I was a kid, Epcot was always that, like Mexico was the entrance. Right. Absolutely. And so, they, it does. It always smells delicious. Yeah. So I get it, but I like I, to zig when others zag. So there you go. I was saying I've gotten to the point now where even if I enter the international gateway, I will go Canada and then I'll backtrack and go back. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that's dedication. I that's won't dedication. even keep going to Mexico. I'm like, nope, and we go back. Yeah. Me too. It's true. It <laughs> is true. And me too. And my husband gets annoyed, but I'm like, no, we have to. We have to. And then I'll hit Canada again at the end. So, Bonnie, we are so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming. And we have, I think Julian and I met you a year or two ago. I think it was a couple of years ago. It was me. It was, it was me. me. It this was, is, it was, was definitely me. Before we went on air, Jen said the same thing. I think Juliana and I met you. I was like, I was not there. <laughs> I think it was when we were there for food and wine. Like we were still wearing masks. So yeah. it was a couple years ago. Masks. Yeah. So it was a bit ago, but I've seen you in and out of the parks a ton. Um, Always with a crowd. Yes. Always with a following of your loyal fans. You are a very recognizable figure walking through the parks. What's that like? Like it's again, the hairdo annoying. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe that's a question you don't want to answer. But what's it? What's it like to be a celebrity, Bonnie? Oh my gosh, I'm not by any means whatsoever. <laughs> when I go out to the park, it it is interesting. I, I on a given day, uh, I'm out there three four hours, and and I'll get recognized these days maybe four or five times. So it's not overwhelming. And it's mm -hmm. nice because I, I really do. I, we've got incredible members. They're super nice, super kind, fun, loyal, and I love meeting people. And um, so it's it's super fun. But I have thought about, you know, I've seen some of the big YouTubers out there, and and every time I've seen them, there's like multiple people walking up to them all the time. And I thought, I don't want to, like, I don't want that. That's not a that's not right. a desire because. I love going to the parks to have fun and to enjoy it. And four is manageable, five is manageable. But if you got into where it's like every other minute someone's walking up, I don't know that that would be fun for me. Uh, obviously, you know, they know what they signed up for. That's what they were, you know, what they were trying to achieve. But um, but it's it's fun. I love meeting people. So it, it, it works out nice. It and I have a feeling... I. I have a feeling for every four or five people who come up to you, there are another four or five who are like too shy <laughs> to yeah. come up to you and who, who feel like, cause I, I mean, we see, we go, we, we try to do a lot of opening day events. So opening day of food and wine, yeah. open day of flower and garden. So that tends to be the day where all of the podcasters, all right. of the YouTubers, everybody comes out of the woodwork and you know, I, I tend to just look from afar and be like, oh, I know them. Oh, I know them. Oh, right. cool. I know. I'm, even, even real celebrities, I'm always, you know, 
not that you're not a real celebrity. You're a real celebrity. I'm not, I'm not. But I have to say, so on this topic, Lori and I got recognized once. Um, which was once, once. once. We've, been at this, we've been at this for a little while where, you know, but that one time was such a thrill because you get to just be excited about Disney and share sort of a common interest. You feel like you know the person already from their comments on your your pages and stuff. It was just, it was really sweet and fun and I loved it. I could handle it three or four times every trip. I could, I could do that. That's, that's yeah. not so bad. But I, I do have uh, COVID brain really bad. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I can remember faces really well, or I have been able in the past. I'm bad with names, but... What gets really awkward, though, is when I introduce, you know, they they say my name or whatever. And I'm, hey, I'm Bonnie. What's your name? And then it's like, well, I met you twice. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, like I have. Right. No, I really do think it's the COVID brain. But it's the I just feel so awkward because it is there's just so many folks. And and I get just because I watch, you know, I watch celebrities on TV and I watch people on TV. And I get that I know things about them that they'd be amazed that I know about them. And so it's, but it feels so awkward. It just, you know, because I'm, I am not a celebrity. I am not anything that's up there. And, and so it, it just feels so awkward when there's like that. So well, you handle it beautifully. Respected, so pardon. You, hand, I don't, you handle I don't, it beautifully. Whenever we see you broadcast everywhere, when everybody, whenever anybody sees you in the parks, because yeah. people are so excited to post on your Facebook pages, look who I ran into. And you do selfies with everybody, which is really, again, like talking before about how you have created the nicest community on Facebook. I, I think everybody does feel like they know you and they know everything about you and, and how nice it is to be able to see you and get this selfie and post it on. It's just, it's. But, but this is the, this is the cool part of that, that you asked me how it, how it feels. And it's not so much being recognized that feels good as, as it is the stories that I get to hear. And it's, I mean, it's hundreds of these kind of stories of, of, you know, you have helped so much. I've been through a depression or I've gone through a divorce or I've gone through, you know, my husband dying or, you know, all these, I mean, life is hard and people just specifically naming the things that they've gone through and like, just thank you for sharing Disney with me. Thank you for sharing, you know, the ride of Splash Mountain or taking us on Expedition Everest or this or that. And when they, when they're sitting there, just saying, I don't think I could have made it through that tough time without those experiences of Disney. It makes me feel like, okay, that's I'm doing something of value that really is bringing some some joy and happiness into the world, and that part feels so amazing. So it's the the celebrity aspect of it of being noticed. I, I'm not ego driven or anything like that. That that makes me feel awkward. I don't get it, but when people tell me that their life has been made different because of the joy that I've been able to spread or, or through the, you know, just through them getting through a tough time. And it's, I mean, that's the story almost every single time that I hear of you've helped me through this tough time uh, just by sharing Disney with me. That's the part. And, and it is travel agents. And, and that's what you guys are getting to share with your clients of it's not a vacation. It's, you're creating lifetime memories. You're creating, um, you're helping them create memories and just these core memories. 
yesterday it was so fun watching yesterday was the last day of, of splash mountain uh being able to be ridden and so it was so fun seeing people post pictures from when they were kids or you know from 10 years ago 12 years ago of splash mountain and it's like those are core they still have those pictures you know so i don't know it's it's just really fun of knowing that I'm getting to share that, that joy and excitement with folks. Absolutely. It's sharing the magic of Disney is experiencing the magic of Disney is one thing, sharing it with other people, family, total strangers, whatever is it's really a joy. It really is. It really is. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. So since you brought it up, Bonnie, <laughs> do we need to talk about Splash Mountain? <laughs> we can't. Well, okay. So you mentioned a while ago, Jennifer, about all those days like yesterday when all the bloggers are there and all the influencers are there and and I don't consider myself a blogger nor an influencer, but I'm typically out there at those opening moments and those closing moments. And I bet yesterday I was not asked more than the, probably 50 times of, are you going to be there? And going to Disney to me is about joy and happy and, and creating fun memories and stuff. And on so many levels, Splash Mountain closing was about none of that. And there's so many core, just there's so many happy memories associated with it. I didn't want to go. I'm like, that would be sad to go and see this thing go away. And then for the reasons and stuff that it's having to go away, it's, it's, it, it would just be tough to go through. So I didn't want to go. So I, I'm like, I feel obligated to go. And I never like feeling obligated to do anything from that standpoint. But I was like, I'm not going to go because do I really want to go stand in line for three hours for something that's going to make me sad? That seems so anti-Disney. You know, it just seems, it's just not the purpose of it and or why, why I enjoy it. Now, for those folks that, that went, they got their last ride in. I got my last ride in. It was just a week ago. So, you know, and I had, I was with friends. I had hands up in the air. I was fun. But Which is the best send off for the ride. Yeah. Because yeah, that still is a happy, you know what yeah. though? I was, I was kind of glued to social media yesterday and my favorite things to see were the videos of everybody cheering. Like there were crowds watching yeah. the big drop and everybody yeah. was cheering and the people on yeah. the, it, that was like, that was really yeah, nice. It looked like it ended up being a surprisingly, ironically cheerful atmosphere. Yeah, that's um, good. That's yeah, but but Lori, Lori's like you. She did not go for the last ride. She went a week ago or to a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, whatever it was. She's always going somewhere. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just the life of what a travel doing? agent, right? Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean, we, we honestly, we extended it. It, my kids remember my kids are, you know, 10, nine, and I guess four, but every single one, the biggest moment for them was when they were tall enough to go on Splash Mountain. Like that was their big thing. And that was my big thing when I grew up going there was Splash Mountain was my ride. And that's for the kids that was their ride. And my middle one lost it when he heard it was closing and he was, we got on the ride for the last one and he got upset and I looked at him and I go, you need to enjoy it. We need to have fun. We're going to do fun pictures going down. 
And I said, you need to enjoy it. But we had fun, but no, I was teary eyed at the end. And my husband's like, do you want to ride it again? I'm like, I can't, I can't, I'm done. I can't do it again. I just, I need to be done. But no, I have, I have thrown my tantrum for what they told us like a year and a half ago. I've been throwing it every day. And I, I have to say, Bonnie, like I've been laughing at her every day because the (laughs) ride is not, we go, this is why it's, it's a touchy subject for the mouse moms. Cause I am sitting in the opposite camp. I think from all three of you, like the ride is not closing forever. The ride will still be the exact same ride. It's just being rethemed. And to be perfectly frank for whatever the reasons, the retheme, I don't put that aside. I think this ride lends itself to Tiana, like in the best way. It is absolutely perfect. I've always thought it would be a great Where are their mountains? Where are their mountains? Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. But in fairness, there are also no mountains in Song of the South. So so, so that argument's no good. Nobody's had to think about that for 20 years. But But here's the thing. For I think it comes down to nostalgia, right? And Lori's kids like loved this ride. And I think that the biggest reason that I don't care <laughs> if it changes and I want to see it change, one, because I love Tiana, but my kids were actually frightened, not by the drop, but by the scenes in the in the in the inside part of the ride. They didn't like watching the rabbit get cha- you know, like chased and caught or any of that. It really bothered them. So I'm happy. <laughs> So Disney over the last couple of years have just has just not shown up like they have in years past. And so with the remake of some of the shows and remakes of, you know, reimagining of this and re- they've not really done a good job. And that's the part that scares me because I, I feel like I am Tiana, I love Princess and the Frog. And I feel like that I just don't want them to go cheap on it because if they if they do what they did to Frozen and it's just a same ride, just different pictures. I don't think that's doing justice to Tiana of of what it could be. And I, you know, and there's always already those rumors out there of you know that they're using some of the same animatronics, they're using some of this. That you know, it's the same ride, which almost makes me feel like oh it's going to be they're going to do it on the cheap and you know that's that is a fair I, point. I just feel like they could have done so much better with a new experience and how like i want to i want a restaurant you know like give me some jambalaya mm-hmm. and gumbo and mm-hmm. some beignets over there and i really do hope that they'll they'll <laughs> put louisiana next to the big thunder mountain railroad so it's you know i don't <laughs> know how they're i mean that. they're doing it Disneyland, right? So they're putting in a restaurant in New Orleans Square, right? Yeah, yeah. Disneyland gets everything. Always yeah. make me doubt myself when I say these things, and no, everybody just right. right. I agree with you. Disneyland gets everything. They do. They do, but it's a smaller scale, and you can sort of understand why they would start there. I, I think you're right. I think there's a very strong chance I'm going to be disappointed by this overhaul, and I, I, as much as I love Frozen, I did not like the fact that they did that. So I, yeah. I think. I, I see your points and and from the renderings I've seen, I'm not too impressed with what's I'm hoping they'll do more. But that All said, right. on Fantasmic, when they reimagined that, it actually got better. So yeah. I'm how could it have gotten better? It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. You know, the, I went there the first night and I was expecting, okay, they're gonna they're gonna dumb down the the number of cast members, they're gonna dumb down this, there's not gonna be fire on the lagoon, you know. All that and everything had actually gotten so much better, and I loved it. Like I, I legit go to Fantasmic once a week, 
And I was blown away by how it got better. Tips for an excellent, fantastic experience. I'm not going to be able to see it until April. Tips for it, go to it. <laughs> it's incredible. So you don't need the Our dining people... package. Right now, you don't need the dining package or anything like that for it. Okay. You can just go and, matter of fact, I think this is one of the weird things that those who sit in the dining package, they get the center of the the theater, but it's they're not the best seats. And mm -hmm. because they've got poles on both sides, and I just think it's weird. Right. That, I totally agree. I think that the old fast pass seats were better than the dining package oh, seats, yeah. but it's not part of Genie Plus yet. I wonder if they'll add it. If they start filling up, they will. Yeah. It's well, a that's great good. Show. That's good to know. That's a good review. So I, I can't wait to see that one. So you it's never so know. Good. I guess it remains to be seen what Tiana will bring to the party, but I don't know. I, I'm hopeful. We'll see. I hope she brings some beignets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she can bring some beignets to Magic Kingdom Park and not have to go to French Quarter, then I might forgive her at some point. What if exactly. they replaced the egg roll cart with a beignet cart, Stop Lori? It. No. <laughs> she oh, is gonna. She's gonna kill you next week. I love to poke her buttons about Tiana. Well, Masca friends, there you have it. We had so much fun chatting with Bonnie that we couldn't even fit all of the fun into one episode. So we'll be back next week for part two of our conversation with Bonnie Cribs. Tune in Wednesday. In the meantime, we would love to hear from you and we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. Because we like you.